it's Friday night and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's done. DGIF. Welcome to week number 195 of the Two Guys in a Friday's podcast. My name is Steven and that over there is Travis. Howdy, Steve. Howdy. Where are you? Wyoming. Wyoming? What's in Wyoming? Just stuff? Lots of stuff to look at, man. Mountains and parks and animals and prairies and rocks. Are you on a Lots ranch? Of, no, I'm not. I'm not on a no, not on a ranch. No. Nope. Gonna do They have hotels in Wyoming? They do. They got hotels and and other stuff. Lots of mountains. Is, yeah, there, it's, it's, is it's one of the national Wyoming. parks? Is that in Wyoming or am I what? thinking somewhere else? Yellowstone. Yellowstone yeah, like is one of, the, one of the biggest, yeah. Going there? Say, have you already been there? Already been old faithful. Yeah. Prismatic Springs. Beautiful. All good stuff. Cool. Coming back soon. Coming back well, tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. Cool. Yeah, going to a, it's Friday. We're going to a, a rock. We're back in Denver, flying out of Denver, going to a Rockies game tonight. And then flying it's a fun home. little week. It has been a fun week. Um, all right. Hi everyone. Welcome to hey, our everyone. show. Um, this is the Two Guys in a Friday's podcast where we watch TGIF 30 years after it airs. And uh, we're doing that this week. But before we get into that, thank you, Noelia, for the theme song this week. Noelia, get it. Thank you. TGIFcast at gmail.com. If you want to create your own version of the TGIF theme song and then email it to us, we will play it on this show. And uh, while you're online making music, uh, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFcast. Uh, we've got a big live show coming up, which we're going to talk about at the end of this episode. But uh, before we get into that, before we get into our episodes, we like to see what was going on in the world 30 years ago, the week that these episodes aired. Now, what is the actual date that these episodes aired back in 93? Yes, yes. These would have aired Friday, June 11th, 1993. So I got a couple stories for you. Uh, June, one of them, I don't know if I want to say or not. Okay. This, this is the problem. One's a music story, one's a movie story, and I know that's your thing. You, you tell so us here's the thing. what number one Here's is. the thing. The, I know I, there's a good chance the music thing is not going to be... The music story movie. I don't think is... I think I, I can think do that, that one. The movie, 100%. Chance, yeah, there's a good chance the movie thing is going to ruin... I'm going to I'm gonna save the movie, not say that. I'm going to say the music okay. story, though. June 8th, I don't think this one hits number one. Uh... Supermodel of the World debuted, which is the debut album for from RuPaul. Okay. You better work. Yeah. Um, and we know how big of a giant star RuPaul has become, and uh, this kind of kicked off the whole thing, I think. Well, maybe. I mean, the, dra- the drag stuff before this, but this really introduced RuPaul to the world. Yeah, I mean, I knew they were doing drag before, but I, I agree with you. I think this was the big, like, debut yeah for sure so that was june 8th 1993 there's a big movie that comes out on june 11th i'm gonna let travis save that for i guess it would be next week right it would be because it doesn't yeah it comes out yeah technically this week but it doesn't it's not number one until monday so we're saving that what was number one for movies and music this week yeah and it's last week because it doesn't have a chance next week is uh cliffhanger so this is the last week i'm surprised they had two weeks in a row actually I am too after watching it because it's, I mean, uh, let me put it this way. It's a much better movie if you just turn the volume off. Like okay. if there was a way to watch it without dialogue. In fact, you there, know, this there is, probably, is a movie, a way to watch it without sound. You just turn off the sound. Without sound, but not without dialogue. I mean, you know, the music, the, the dramatic okay. part. But I bet you this movie would be a really good, like, uh, I don't know. Silent film. 
Well, I'm, I'm thinking like uh, like Mystery Science Theater 3000 type style. Commentary get, over like, top com- of it. Yeah, comedians talking about it. Um, anyways, cliffhanger. Two weeks in a row. Last week, doesn't stand a chance next week. Because uh, we got a big one. A big, big one coming next week. Yeah. Um, and song's still the same. Janet Jackson, That's the Way Love Goes. Those are the two. And then we do have one birthday. We have one birthday at Stacy Keenan. So uh, Al from Step by Step. Happy birthday, Al. Happy birthday. Wait. Dana. Dana, Stacy Keenan. Dana. Sorry. Dana from Step by Step. It's all right. Happy birthday, Dana. I corrected myself immediately. I knew I was You're wrong. good. You're good. You're good. We saved it. Um, all right. Any you said birthdays are good to go. We're good to go on episodes, have, I guess. Right? Was was your movie and music your only things of the week, or did you have that's it? Else? Yep, that's it. All right, yeah, ready to go. Uh, we're starting off this week with. Uh, I actually did mine out of order. We're doing dinosaurs first, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so just again, um, just to kind of set this up. So again, I don't know why, but there were three episodes of dinosaurs that did not air on TGIF. I actually don't know if they aired. I don't know where they aired. Um, there's, there's. If you read kind of some of the stuff, they do make mentions of like some episodes didn't air in the initial run, and they reran them uh, when it went to syndication. So, very well that that could have been the case here. They might not have aired initially, but so there's three episodes that didn't air on TJF, and they pick back up with the final episode of season three. So we're just going to watch those three episodes so that we. What does Dinosaurs have? Four seasons. Four seasons. Yep. Okay. Four seasons, and I think the fourth season. I might be getting this wrong, but I'm, the fourth short season one? might be a short season. Okay. So this is uh, Dinosaurs Season 3, Episode 19, If You Were a Tree is the name of this episode. And this is going to be one of those, uh, like, I don't know, how, almost call it like a Princess Bride type episode where it's like Grandma uh, is yeah, reading okay. a story to okay. Baby. And uh, the characters that we know in the show are going to be the characters in this storybook. So so why Princess Bride and not like Never Ending Story? I, or... Yeah. or... I think Never Ending uh, Story was what I was actually thinking because that's with Fred Savage, right? Like on the on the bed. No, that's Princess Bride. That's Princess Bride. Uh, no, that's what I went through then. Okay, I but, don't know. But I'm saying like Never Ending Story has the same setup where it's somebody reading a story to. I think I just think uh, of now, Fred Savage every time for some reason. Now, now I am getting confused. Did Princess Bride even have that aspect, or was that? <laughs> Man, I am so confused now. I shouldn't have even brought it up. Yeah, I know it is. So Princess Bride does have that. So does Never Ending Story. Uh, so does like a bunch of horror anthologies. But anyways. All right. Grandma's reading uh, <laughs> Goodnight Rock, which is the exact same sub- cover as the classic Goodnight Moon to Baby. Um, it's a pretty funny story. It's like, Good night, rock. Good night, another rock. Good night, tree. Good night, another rock. I don't know. I liked it because I've read that book many times. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a it's a funny little you know reference. Baby says it's not enough. I need another book. And then Grandma picks out another one. This title of this book is called "If You Were a Tree," which is the name of the episode as well. And she starts to read the book. Real quick, real quick, real quick, because there's a, there's a really niche reference here within the title of the book, title of the episode. So. If You Were a Tree by B. Walters. That's the author of the book, right? So this is based on an interview that Barbara Walters did with Katherine Hepburn. Um, so B. Walters, right? So in the interview, Katherine Hepburn asked Barbara Walters if she was a tree, what kind of tree would she be? Somehow that the the like kind of little thing I read about it is it like historically that has been kind of twisted where a lot of people think Barbara Walters asked Katherine Hepburn that. But anyways... 
that is where this come from. But Catherine Hepburn from. asks Barbara Walters. Barbara that. Walters. Okay. Yes. If you were in a tree, what kind of tree would you be? While I'm assuming what Barbara is interviewing Catherine, then Catherine asks her Correct. a question. Okay. Correct. Okay. okay. Correct. Got it. Um, so yeah, she starts reading this story and then we kind of go into the story where like we see like Earl and his coworkers are now the characters of this story. Yes. So Earl is um, talking about trees and how they're, they need to knock down trees to make room for buildings. And then they start to knock down trees in the forest. So they're going back and forth, hitting all these trees. And then Earl gets to this tree that's just, uh, it's too solid. He can't knock it down. I mean, it's a big tree. It's like, it's thick. Yeah, it's, uh, he can't get it over. And as he's trying, it starts to storm. He's still trying to knock over this tree. And then lightning strikes both Earl and the tree. And we see, uh, we got a little thing happening where it looks like Earl and the tree are changing places. I guess this is also like what, like those other movies that this happens on, like trading places and big big and uh freaky friday freaky friday that's the other one yeah so earl is gonna be in this tree i don't think trading places i don't think that's not one what's the one with um oh people are gonna kill me right now uh the dude from fast times at ridgemont high i mean uh, people hate i'm not sure keith is like you're an what is the movie I'm thinking of? I I don't know. Um, from the guy from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which one? Um, the like nerdy dude. Uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I feel like the worst right now. I can't. I, I'm not sure. Hold on. Fast Times. I'm gonna. I'm talking about uh, Judge Reinhold. Is the is the actor that I'm talking about? What What's the movie okay. he's in where he like trades places with somebody? <sighs> Vice versa. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, man, that's a deep cut. I've never heard of it. It's a good movie. Um, all right, so they're trading places. We'll see what happens. Uh, we oh, get... I have heard of this movie. I, okay, that's, uh, that's familiar. Reading a little write up of it. Okay. Uh, theme, all right, all right. theme song. We come back. We've got uh, the guys trying to wake up Earl because he's been struck by lightning. He's on the ground. Um, dead. Dead. Yeah. Uh, Grandma is. Then they show him like Grandma back with baby, explaining that. Uh, oh well, this is what happened. Their spirits have switched bodies. So the spirit of the tree now lives in the dinosaur body and the spirit of this dinosaur. I'm just going to keep calling him Earl. I called it tree Earl and Earl tree. So tree Earl <laughs> is, confusing. is the Earl dinosaur. I'm just going to call, I'm just going to call the dinosaur Earl and the tree tree Earl, I think. <laughs> so just Earl and the tree Earl. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. So no, a tree Earl, they wake up Earl who's now had, um, he now has like a different voice and uh, we know Total, this it, is going to screw me up because I've got it totally the other way around. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll figure it out. They, they wake up the dinosaur who now has the voice and the spirit of the tree. So yes. I'm and, and we, but before that, we, we actually do hear Earl's voice coming from the tree before they even are able to wake up. Yeah, but the problem is it's a tree and trees don't talk. So we're just he- we're hearing it, but no one else is hearing it. And least- we can see Earl's face in the tree like they made a puppet face of Earl, but nobody else can see his face in the tree like the other dinosaurs don't know that he is there. Yeah, it's this is going to be a confusing one. Um, so 
they uh, they decide they're going to take Earl home. Like, he's woken up. He's not himself. He's talking like some crazy man, different voice, and they're going to take him home. Yeah, British. So that's where we go next. We're back at the house. Um, Roy. I will say it is David Warner does the voice. David Warner is really hard to, like, tell you, oh, that guy. But you'd recognize him. He's in a bunch of stuff. So Roy's explaining to Fran what happened that uh, do they call them Roy and Fran in this or, or, or do they not use character names at all? I they... don't know. I didn't notice. I didn't pay. I mean, we're so far into it that I just think that we all know who they are. But... All right. So um, Roy's explaining that Earl got hit by lightning. Here's Earl comes in and he's talking like the spirit of the tree. No one knows what's going on. Um, and the tree is now like super like affectionate and complimentary to everyone nice, and just kind completely different than what Earl would be like. So yeah, Robbie rolls in. He's like, I'm going to go to a save the mammoth rally. And, and, and Earl is like, what would you call? What are you calling? I'm calling him Earl. Earl. Earl is like, Oh yeah, that's great. You should do that. They need all the help they can get. Yeah. They off. Then they offer like Earl, like a home cooked meal and, uh, to see if maybe that'll kind of snap him into things. And uh, Earl grabs like a pitcher of water and starts pouring it on the ground because he's still the spirit of this tree. Like he's like feeding the roots kind of thing. And uh, Baby thinks it's hilarious, but Charlene is pretty scared of that something's wrong with her dad. Well, she wants to call the doctor and (coughs) and Fran is like, let's hold off on that. Let's, uh, you know, it's not that big a deal yet because she's all about. Yeah, she likes these changes. Cool and nice and doing all the good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like uh, the episode of uh, Cooper that we watched, too, with like Cooper changing and like them liking the changes, you know, a little bit similar. Similar. Yeah. So. um, I don't know what this says. They kind of like the new Earl, though. I don't know, though. All I know is that workers Fran likes it. got by the Earl tree. Oh, now we're back in the woods. Is that where we're at? We're, so I have that we're back in the woods. I don't know if there was something else you want to mention. Before no, that. I, think well, that's I know that it. we're back in the woods and the tree is the tree who is Earl. Earl spirit is is having to talk about how miserable his day has been. Um, yeah. And then the and animals then, start talking to him, right? Yeah, there's a bird. Yeah, there's a bird that pops up that lives in a nest in the branches and a little squirrel. Pops and I, was, I thought it was really interesting that they call it a squirrel and not like a creature, but um, they specifically say that it's a squirrel pops up and talks about how it lives. in. Well, you know what it might be is it's like uh, this is they think they're talking to this tree and the tree knows it as a squirrel, but the dinosaurs just call it a creature because the dinosaurs don't care That's about I like that. all these That's like good. animals and things like that. That's so well thought out, Steve. What the bird is telling them at this point, too, is that uh, everyone provides for each other out here in the forest. Like the birds are... Um, The birds and the animals are, like, taking care of, like, getting rid of pests on the tree. And the Mm -hmm. tree is giving, like, shelter to, like, the birds and providing a place for the nest to hang out. And, like, everyone does something for everyone. And this is a brand new idea for Earl because Earl just knows about smashing down trees and making buildings. Yes. Yep. He's learning. Um, But then Roy shows up. I wrote wrote they also teach him about, like, harming the environment as well a little bit here, too. Yeah, I guess to an extent. And then, then Earl, the actual dinosaur, comes in, and this is where we get our diss of the week. Don't come near me, you fat lunatic. Come on, he's yeah. giving me the creeps. Move. Um, yeah. <laughs> so after this, um, Earl learns, um, I wrote Earl learns that he's a tree pusher. So the spirit of the tree inside of Earl, this dinosaur, learns that 
this body is actually a tree pusher, and his job tree is just Earl to learns that he's a, a get rid of trees. Yep. So Roy explains to the dinosaur Earl that um, that big tree that you were trying to push down, since you couldn't uh, push it down, we talked to Ridgefield, and uh, we're gonna blow the thing up. We gotta get some, we're gonna get some dynamite. So this is where we get dinosaur Earl going to talk to Ridgefield about trying to stop this tree from getting taken down. Right, right. He's going to go directly to the source. Yep. And that's where we're at now. We're in the office. Ridgefield thinks he's absolutely crazy. And uh, Earl tries his best to get him to keep, to let him keep the trees there. But uh, there, it's not working. There's no way Ridgefield. Well, gonna yeah. And this Earl is like, I'm going to do everything I can to stop the destruction of the forest. Okay. But it's not working. Um, we go back to uh, the Sinclair house. Uh, dinosaur version is uh, at home talking to Fran about uh, the problems of tree pushing. This is the spirit of the tree talking to uh, to Fran at this point. And uh, then Charlene comes down and Charlene has like a plant from her room. She's like, oh, I got to throw this thing out. It's a dead plant in my room. And uh, the spirit of the tree inside Earl's body is saying like, Oh no, this this plant's not dead. We just need to, and then like starts talking to the plant. It's like this plant tells me you haven't given it water, or direct sunlight, or haven't talked to it in days, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of where that goes. The doorbell rings. Well, not only that, but is this does the plant does it start to come alive here, or is that later? A little later. Oh, no, I it's think. Late. a little later. Okay, yeah. sorry. Doorbell rings. Um, Earl is explaining the soul switch to Fran. I believe at this point, right? Like. He's like, well, this is what happened. Like the lightning struck and like my, I'm inside of this body. And like Fran's like trying to figure it all out. And then two doctors from like a mental institution show up with straight jackets and take Earl away. We find yeah. out Ridgefield called him in. That's the plan to get uh, Earl out of this whole situation. That's one, that's one response, I suppose. Yep. Earl uh, then yells at Fran, save the trees. I'm going away. Don't worry about me, <laughs> but save the trees. And then she looks down at this plant that uh, Charlene had that was dead. The plant is now living. There are flowers on it. And she knows that some of this, something is truthful coming out of Earl right now. Right, right. Something's up. This isn't just just random dad saying stuff. Yeah. We go back to the forest. Um, the animals are talking to uh, the tree again, which we know is Earl's uh, spirit. And uh, we see that some baby birds are born in the nest. Um, they once again speak about the importance of the trees. And uh, this is where the animals find out that the tree is about to get blown up. Yeah, all the trees are like marked for de de demolition and like they roll in with, with the TNT. Yep. And uh, the spirit of Earl inside of the tree uh, tells the animals, you have to leave. You have to fly away. You have to find a new home. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. They fly off. They scurry into the woods. And then Fran shows up. And uh, obviously she can't hear the tree talking. She's like walking around from tree to tree, trying to figure out if Earl is actually inside of one of these trees. And then uh, Earl is doing everything that he can. She can't hear him. He starts to shake his branches somehow and the leaves <laughs> fall down into the perfect pattern on the ground to spell out Fran. The, Earl is fairly incompetent in most things he does when he's a dinosaur, but he's somehow able to like shake his leaves perfectly to spell out Fran. Um, when Earl sees this message, she knows what tree is Earl, right. and uh, she pleads that they don't blow this tree up. Yeah. 
Um, then Dinosaur Earl shows up. Um, he escaped from the mental hospital somehow and says, you have to kill me if you're going to murder this tree. And he stands in front of this tree that I guess technically his spirit is living inside of. So he's like, well, their spirits are living inside each other. Yeah. 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 Um, so it starts to storm again. Lightning strikes once again It hits the tree. It hits Earl. They switch back. And Earl is laying there and he has no idea what happened or has any memory of being inside of the tree. Yeah, unfortunately, didn't learn a thing. They look over at the tree. The tree has, uh, I guess it's exploded from the dynamite, right? Like, no, no, no. You can see the lightning strike, but you can see the dynamite is still there. It is purely from the lightning strike. Okay. Which is the, the point, the moral of like the moral they get to. Do they get to a moral? I didn't think they really did. They do, because there was this whole thing where it was like the, um, you know, well, the tree was still damp. You know, the tree was still destroyed. So what's the point? And, and yeah, so Earl goes home at this point. <laughs> the story's over. They're, we're back to grandma and baby talking about the story. Baby's upset that uh, the tree pusher didn't learn anything in the story, right? Right. And uh, grandma's like, go to bed. And then the baby it clicks for him and he's like, Oh, good story. You're missing stuff. You're missing stuff. Let, me, let me go back. Let me go. Okay, back. Let go me ahead. go back fill, to the fill it in. Because what they say is that even though the tree got destroyed, the moral of this whole story is that the tree was taken out by nature. And that's the way that it should be is that nature decided that it was time for the tree to go, not the dinosaurs. And that's why it was the lightning that took out the tree and not the dynamite. And you can still see the dynamite very clearly at the bottom of the tree. So okay. that's the first, that's the first piece from the the forest then you come back into the bedroom and baby says oh that was stupid that was a stupid story the tree pusher didn't learn anything and what ethel says is yeah but did you learn something and baby's like oh that was a good story so it was about baby learning something got it kind of yes all right that's dinosaurs for the week which actually didn't air this week and it might have aired this week we don't know when it aired but uh, I don't know what it we're catching up on those three episodes that we don't know when they aired. And now we're watching Home Free Season 1, Episode 8. I didn't get a title for this episode. It's not on the little... The, the Groundlings. The Groundlings. Okay. So it starts off. We've got uh, Vanessa and her mom in the kitchen. They're making a shopping list. Um, uh, they pull out like a box of snack cakes. And uh, Vanessa tries to blame Lucas for eating all the snack cakes. But her mom knows it was her. Because she she finds, left her bracelet in the box for some reason. Found her bracelet in the box, and uh, I don't know what the point of that was. But uh, Abby comes in. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Upset because Lucas took her bike, even though well, she, she thinks Lucas took her. bike. Yeah, she didn't see him take it, but Lucas is gone and her bike's gone. Yes. And then we find out Vanessa's car is gone and Matt's gone as well. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa says we'll take care of it when I get home. Goes to walk out. She's like, "Where's my car? My car is gone." So we go to the newspaper building. Uh, Matt's there. We find out he's the one that took Vanessa's car. Um, he's flirting with Laura some more. And uh, they try to plan going out on a date, like their first date. But Laura seems like the busy one out of these two. This this whole relationship is aggravating in the same way that the baby talk relationships were aggravating. Not because they're like supposed to they're be. They're tiptoeing around too much? Well, they're, it's just like unnecessary. Like, obviously, they both want to like hook up why why do you why put them through this like it's just it's just not necessary part of the 
storyline. I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah, they almost kiss here, but then Brookstone comes out and uh, they have to stop. And uh, yeah, that's where we're at. So then we go back yeah. to um, the house. To the house. Vanessa's mad that Matt took her car. Lucas comes home on Abby's bike. Um, we find out that he went to go hang out with these cool kids because uh, they're cool. That's pretty much his reasoning. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what he says. He's like, I want to go hang out with the cool kids. Uh, Matt comes home and admits that he took the car. Uh, Vanessa grounds Lucas. And then Matt's mom grounds him for pretty much doing the same thing that Lucas got grounded for. Right, right. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you can't ground me. I'm an adult. He's, and she's like, well, I cook your food. So unless you want to be uh, questioning what's in your food until, you know, until I say so, then you're going to be, you're going to be staying home. Uh, and it looks like it looks like that another thing we learned here is Lucas was supposed to go to Mystic Mountain with with his mom and sister and I guess his grandma as well. But now he cannot do that. Yeah. Big, cool amusement park that he was pretty excited to go to. Um, yep. Commercial break. We do have our commercials in here this week. Um, Rider moving services and then Burger King has a last action hero promo going on, which I guess never hit number one because. Got cliffhanger going on instead. Yeah, I'm surprised. Stallone not, I, versus Schwarzenegger, same week. Yeah, well, I wonder when it came out. Oh yeah, because I mean, we could be watching a rerun, right? It's possible. Well, it's, it's, it is possible. Last action year came out. It came out in '93. Uh, what, what date? Of course, I don't have a date here to make late make my May, life early easy. June. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. If you figure it out, let us know. So all of that. June, June 13th. Last action hero. Okay. So didn't have a chance. Yeah. Uh all this happened before the theme song. So we get to our I think, right? Yeah. It's a, like I mentioned last or they do a two lot. weeks ago. They do a lot before the theme. So we come back. Um Matt's complaining about being grounded. Vanessa is um kind of upset because we've heard this before that she's worried that Lucas is picking up on uh Matt's bad habits and Matt's supposed to be a role model to Lucas, but instead he's doing things that are rubbing off on him. Exactly. And, um, she tells Matt that, uh, he just really needs to set a good example for Lucas. <clears throat> so, yeah, which makes more sense in this episode than it did in that space episode, but whatever. So then we have, uh, Matt and Lucas watching TV. Uh, Lucas is like doing everything that Matt's doing, like picking up their drinks at the same time and taking a bite of food at the same time and sitting the same way. And like Matt really doesn't want Lucas to be doing everything that he does. And he's trying to find a way to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what they're trying to get at here is that, that Lucas just wants to do, just wants to be Matt. And so really driving home that whole good role model thing. So doorbell this time it is Brookstone and he wants to take Matt out to lunch because we didn't mention this earlier in the episode, but like Brookstone's like writing a memoir and uh, he likes Matt's writing. So he's trying to get Matt to help him out with it. Yep. Yep. And Matt tells him can't go. I'm stuck at home. Yep. And then uh, so he closed the door on Brookstone and then Matt talks to Lucas about how important it is to be doing the right thing. He's trying to be a role model for for Lucas. And uh, this is the first step towards it. Yeah, and then Matt's like, I'm going to go upstairs and work on my resume. I'm not sure how this is going to end. Yeah, so, so Matt goes upstairs, worried that he's going to get fired. Uh, Lucas's cool friends show up, and they want him to go hang out with them. Uh, I think they even want to go to the uh, amusement park, too, right? They do. They do, yep. Yep, and they call him a weenie when he won't go. Call him a weenie. He closes the door and uh, says that he really wants to go. So 
I was thinking he's going to show up. The rest of the family is going to see him at the amusement park. Yep. We got problems, but that's not the route they went. They decided to go to the amusement park where uh, Abby, Vanessa, and I don't still don't know the mom, the grandma's Grace. name, Grace. and Grace. Grace. They get stuck in like this giant like uh, car that's I don't know what. One of those of things ride. that like. I think it looks like one of those things that has like the long arm that like swings you into the air. Yeah, like maybe like one car on each side with like a pivot point in the middle and like you're spinning around. And then we also find out there's some German lady in there too because uh, I think it was Vanessa that wanted to make sure the cart was full or something like that. Right, right. She's like, I'm not going until there's four people. So So we got all four of them. They're all stuck in this cart and uh, who knows how they're going to get down. No, but uh, Grace does tell Vanessa to stop being a poopy puss. Oh, that's a good one. That, that, should, good. that, that should have been your dis of the week. That should have been the dis of the week. It could be. The, we have, oh, no, we did the dinosaur dis of the week. The, yeah. This one's much better than the dinosaur <laughs> one. Uh, all right, so commercial break. Uh, a few things here on the commercial break. Uh, Little Caesars has a great deal. $8.88, you get two pizzas and two spaghettis. <sighs> Unbeatable. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about their spaghetti, but you, I mean, you can't beat it for the price. We get an AT&T ad. We get a, a ad for uh, some new Kodak 400 gold film. We get a Toyota Corolla ad. We get a Wendy's value meal ad. And then we get a uh, TGIF ad that kind of sets up where we are time-wise with uh, Full House and Hanging with Mr. Cooper. We haven't seen it that Mr. T- Cooper episode. Oh, no, it's a Tuesday well, night episode. That's yeah, right. those aren't TGIF ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a Tuesday night episode. The Full House is the one where Michelle goes to the museum and knocks down the dinosaur uh, yeah, skeleton. Yeah. The, the T-Rex. We have not seen that Mr. Cooper episode. I was trying to figure out like where we are in time, but I, it's I'm assuming it's like a week or two away based on I, what we saw before. Well, yeah, because we're not, we're not watching the Mr. Cooper episodes – like, like we're not watching it yeah but we're pretty close what well, that we caught we saw last time that like we had another preview for like tuesday nights and it was pretty much like the same week or like a week or two off right right you're right you're right all right so we go back to the amusement park they're still stuck on the ride um people are they're actually starting to freak out a little bit now especially this german lady and uh they try because well, they like yell up at them like you're gonna be up there for a while get yeah. comfy She's freaking out. They try to calm her down. The German lady sneezes, and then the car that they're in just starts like spinning in circles, like a really bad effect, too. <laughs> That's just them taking the camera. It's funny. Yeah. Um, go back to the house. Lucas is uh, still doing everything that Matt's doing. Uh, Laura shows up, though, and she is there to spontaneously take him on a date. They're going to take a boat ride out, of, out to Catalina. And Matt says, no, he can't go. He's got to be a good example for Lucas. And Laura tells him. She's harsh about it. She's been like this before, though. Um, She has. She has. You're right. I don't like it. She tells him. um, I wrote. Oh, no. Lucas. uh, He goes back inside after, like, telling her he can't go. I think. And Lucas tells him uh, that it, how, about how his friends came over. Well, he, he hasn't told her he can't go yet. So he, he's like, oh, this is what makes him say no, right? He's going to go. And, and, and Luke is like, but I told my friends I couldn't go because I'm trying right. to do the right thing. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And then he tells Laura. And Laura's like, well, we're never going to be friends and runs out or whatever she says. Yep. Um, back to the amusement park. They're still stuck on this ride. Uh, they all have to pee now. And, uh, but we finally get some sort of a rescue going on. There's like a crane that the operator's like brand new and doesn't even know what he's doing, <laughs> but they do get this hook down into the, uh, cart and they're trying whoa, to, whoa, 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 you got, you can't just do, you can't just say that 
um, Vanessa gets so frustrated with the lack of skill from this crane driver that she's she opens Unbuckles up this like, her seat belt. top gate, like top door on this this contraption that obviously can spin if you like look the wrong way. And she's hanging out the top. You don't see her hanging out the top, but you see that like half her body's out. And she grabs the crane hook. She yells at that guy. She's like, get your act together. Get that yeah. crane, that hook in here. And then like eventually the crane hook does come in. She grabs she it. Pull, she pulls it in. She pulls it, it, in, it in. And they're like, you got to hook it on something. And like uh, Grace tries to hook it in the German girl's mouth, which is pretty funny. Right. When there's this giant pole right in front of them that's very easy to hook it onto. But uh, yeah, it looks like they're getting rescued. Yes, yes. They didn't hook it under her mouth. That was obviously her being being funny. No, they didn't hook it in her mouth, but she said she wanted to. Um, so yes, yes. Uh, we go back to Matt and Lucas watching TV once again. Um, and I think they're snacking on some food or something. Matt tells Lucas that, uh, you know what, Lucas, if you ever need me for anything, I'm here if you need to talk to me. This Lucas kid, he's got a lot of issues, it sounds like. Like, maybe he should see, see a therapist, I think. I mean, he's, he's a young boy. He's a young kid. He's trying to figure out life. Um, they're, they're still watching TV though. And then a news story pops up and it's the news story about these four women that are stuck in the amusement park ride. And they're like, Oh no. Cause they realize it's their family and they run out the door to go save them or at least go yeah. make sure they're okay. And exactly. like the second that they get out the front door, the ladies arrive in the back door, they're back. Uh, Froiland is, uh, the German lady. She's there with them for some reason. No idea where she is. And uh, that's it. Commercial break. Um, it looks like there's a McDonald's Jurassic Park combo going on with where you can. I think I still have some of those cups somewhere. I want the Last Action Hero cups. Did you I see mean, those? I, had, I definitely remember having those cups when I was a kid. I want those. Um, you can dino size your order now, which I think they had super size back then, so it was like even bigger than super size. <laughs> Um, rider truck ad once again, uh, and then a T or no, an ad for the show Room for Two, which I don't really know, and then a T don't remember it, yeah. and then like a TGIF promo or something. Yeah, for next week's step by step, which would have which was a rerun. Yep. Um, that's it for the episode. We do get a credit ad. Uh, the guys get home to Froiland cooking some uh, some dinner, and then they're like, "Oh, it smells real good. Might as well sit down." And they sit down at the table, and then uh, Matt, I guess. Grace had mentioned earlier in the episode, like if he's bad, she's gonna put something in his food, and then like he remembers that and like runs off to try to make sure he that he didn't. I don't know. It was weird. I think they were just like they're like, oh, this lady's cooking dinner, great, and then they realize that there's a stranger cooking dinner. That to me is what I got more that it was them realizing. I feel like they realized that she's cooking dinner before they sat down or anything. Yeah, but I think that they were just like, oh, this looks cool. There's somebody cooking dinner, but then it was like, oh wait there's somebody in here cooking us dinner that we don't yeah i don't know the joke didn't work very well but uh but that's it that's home free for this week and that is the end of uh this week's uh two guys in the fridays we got two episodes we will rank these two um i've got uh, i'll go first yeah go go ahead i'm gonna put dinosaurs at two and home free at one oh i did not i did not like this dinosaurs episode at all this was just i know a lot of some of these dinosaurs get like real like esoteric and like real out there this to me was just too far like i i did not like this episode. something about this dinosaurs i really liked and i had did that you, at okay. number one right. yeah yeah i don't yeah, know what I, it was I did not at all like this episode um what do we got coming up next week yep so we're gonna have a full week next week so we're gonna go back to hang with mr cooper so season one episode uh six, five and six um and then we're gonna do dinosaurs season three episode 20 and home free season one episode nine so four episodes 
Got it. Uh, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFCast. Thanks to, uh, what was it, Noelia this week who did the theme song? Noelia, yeah, thank you, Noelia. TGIFCast at gmail.com. And we got to give you that reminder. This is probably like the last, we'll probably mention it next week, but next week's show airs like the, the morning of Awesome Con. So yeah. this is your last big reminder. Awesome Con is happening next Friday, right? That's correct. Friday, June 16th. I, we've gotten that date wrong like every time we talk about it. But it's Friday, June 16th. Our our block is from 4 to 4.45 in room 201. And this is all at the uh, Convention Center in Washington, D.C. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. The Walter something Convention yeah, Center. Yeah, and but- I suggest getting there pretty early on Friday because a lot of people are picking up their badges. The lines are pretty mm-hmm. long. So, like, try to get there when the doors open on Friday. Get your badge yep. early. You don't have to worry about waiting in line and missing any of the panel. You can go over to the Pod Chef panel, watch that, then come over to ours, and then go get your autographs or do whatever else you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at four room two hundred one, and, and like Steve said, his you know his friends, our friends that are doing the uh, Pod Chef, that's at two thirty. Uh, I'm assuming right down the hall, room two hundred nine. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like a big like um like square. It's like a square, yeah. yeah. So two hundred nine, two thirty is their show. Go check them out, and then after that, you can just you have forty five minute break and come come hang out with us at four. Are we gonna say what we're doing on the show? I think I mean I think we're pretty set. We haven't gotten everything together, but I think sure. we know what we're doing. So we've been sure. doing like these brackets, and they've been doing pretty well on the uh, live shows. And mm-hmm. we're right near Father's Day, so we're gonna do a TGIF bracket to find out who are we gonna say the best dad was. Or, or the debate, fan, like or the fan the, favorite dad, or like who do you want to be your dad? That's too much. Is that a, is that different than fan favorite? I mean, I guess that's kind of the same thing. We'll just call it the best dad. You guys tell us what that means to you. That's what I like to do. You best tell dad. us what that means. Okay, best dad. Best so we're doing TGIF we're doing a dad bracket. We want to know who you think is the best TGIF dad. Um, I mean, I'm sure like who do we know is going to be in there? Earl's going to be in there. Carl's going to be Dan- there. Danny Tanner. Do we put in all the, all three dads in that, or do we just put in just Danny? Well, technically, Joey's not a dad. Uh, so depending on how you want to define oh, dad, I see what you're I mean, saying. either do yeah, Danny yeah. and Jesse, or I, I, let's see how we fill it out before we before we circle back to. Yeah, them. and we don't know we don't know if we're doing eight or sixteen yet. We got to figure that yeah. out. Um, definitely I mean, Danny. There's a lot of dead dads in TGIF, so we're, our our choices are a little. <laughs> uh, well, not slim. as many. Well, I guess there's there some are. dead dads. There's some divorced dads. There's some. I mean, uh, a lot of dads <clears> we've never met. Never met the baby talk dad. Or or free uh, home free. We've never met the dad there. Yeah, uh, we never met either of the dads in getting by. I mean, there's a lot of dads we've never. So I'm met. saying it might just be a, a four person bracket. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty. We got step by. And there's no dad. There's no dad in Sabrina. So, but we've got we've got sister sister. We've got boy meets world. Um, I guess nothing in hanging with Mr. Cooper either. I don't know. This is gonna be interesting. This will be interesting. Yeah. Maybe we can fill out an eight-person bracket for this. I mean, there's obviously love it, you know, uh, you know, Kirk and Bauer from Just Ten of Us. Yeah, he's, he's a dad. Uh, who are we forgetting? I don't know. I'm sure there's more that we come to mind. I, it's funny now that we think about it. Like, and then there's you know, no dads in Perfect Strangers, really. I guess they. No, we met. Uh, we met the dads in Perfect Strangers. We met. We met. Yeah. Well, we met. Definitely we met, met Larry's. Um, Larry's dad, but we also. I mean, technically, by the end of this show, I believe they are both dads. Because don't we know that they're pregnant? We, we, then we find they're, that out. They're not getting in the in bracket the for that. We don't know how good of a father they are. Fair enough. I do not think we should include Larry's dad, though. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to do that live at Awesome yeah. Con. Uh, if you have ideas of what dads you think should be in the bracket, this is the time to send them in. So just uh, comment or whatever, or just send us an email, like like we said, at TGIFCast on social media or TGIFCast at gmail.com. 
Let us know who you think should be in the bracket. We're going to take all of those like votes and uh, ideas, put them all together, try to seed them, put them in a bracket, and then at AwesomeCon, we will finally, once and for all, determine who the best TGIF dad is. That's what we're going to do. That's it. That's it. Friday, June 16th, 4 o'clock, DC. Come see us. Get your pass now. Um, I think that's it. Anything else, Steve? Uh, that's all I got. Uh, I guess you're flying back, right? Fly, well, yeah, either that or riding a, a bison from Wyoming to yeah, Richmond. That. I'm not sure how long that takes. But Take the bison. Did you know the bison and like buffalo is not a real thing in America and that it's they're actually bison? No. I learned that. That buffalo is just a term we've we've kind of used in America, but they're actually not buffalo. They're bison. Different animal. So that stupid video that I have to watch, the man on the buffalo, is not right? I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds Ugh. about right, yeah. Just YouTube it. It's awful. I hate it. <laughs> okay. Have to watch I'll get it right on that. Three times I'll get right I'll get right on that. Man on um, buffalo. Is this, is this like a work thing? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, man. Good luck. Uh, other than that, have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. It's Friday night and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun. Show you how it's done. DGIF. TBA Podcast.